0: Hey everybody, I'm Sarah Mitchell and this is the Beyond the Table podcast where we talk about real life, real connection, and how to prepare our families for the real issues that we all face beyond the table. This is episode two and this month I'm talking with Rennell and Tyler Good and my husband Justin Mitchell about core values. You don't want to miss it. Let's go. Alright, so today I've got my good friends Tyler and Ronell Good with me and extra special guests my husband with me Um, and so I just was just gonna have you guys uh, tell us a little bit about your family.
1: Yeah, so we have uh, two girls 15 and 13. Um, We've been married going on 18 years and we've lived here since 2008 so 15 years. Mm -hmm going on 16 years.
0: That's awesome. You want to tell everybody a little bit about our family?
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Sarah and I have been married for 15 years. We have a daughter who's 14 and a son who's 10. Um, and we've been a part of the church here for 10 years now. Um, lived here for just a little bit more than that. But yeah, it's a little bit about us
0: awesome um so today we are talking all about core values um and actually the reason why i had Rennell and tyler come on is because Rennell was the first maybe not the first introduction that i had to core values that would have been my coach marianne crabby um but you said something several years ago about core values that stuck out to me do you remember what you said yeah so
3: i i came across this quote a while ago um, but what I would have said was that integrity is living in alignment with your values. So the idea of, if you do not know what is important to you and you just let life happen, um, l- life is going to feel really disorganized. So the more that you have the opportunity to um, figure out what really matters to you, to you and your family, and then live as closely in alignment with that Um, there's going to be peace abundant. And so that's where our conversation started a few years ago.
0: Yeah, and it was just really eye-opening to me because I had taken a core values assessment. Um, And if you don't know, a core values assessment, it's just um, a big list of words, and we'll walk through that here in a little bit. But it helps you kind of pick out what are the things that matter most to you personally. What are those things that you just hold as really valuable? Um, And so I had done that, but when Rennell said, like, oh, you have to actually live in alignment with that, I went, oh, like that, maybe that's why I feel off sometimes because I have this value and I'm not actually living in alignment with you or with it. Um, uh, So what what is that, what do you think like a symptom of that would look like then? Well, I know for us, for me,
3: when um, life feels like it's taking over, and I'm not intentional uh, at setting um, our light, our rhythms in alignment with those values, um, it feels really, really frantic. And so, yeah, I guess it would boil down to the fact that am I owning life or is life owning me?
0: I love that. I, you know, one thing that we've been walking through Recently, is like, is life happening to me, or am I actually making powerful choices? And I think that that really comes from a place of making choices that are in alignment with our core values, um, and it's definitely made a difference there.
2: Yeah, I think that it's super easy to just get super busy, and you're just trying to fulfill all the random things throughout just life in general, and you like it's easy to get away from what like your core value is, and. Next thing you know, just, you've got a mess in your hands and trying to get it all back lined up again.
3: Yeah. yeah, I think an example that you would have recently is the aha moment that you had on Sunday with the dirt bike. But you came home and you said, you know, I've tried to be a fisherman, and I've tried to be a hunter, and I've kind of just figured out I'm a, I'm a dirt biker. Like This is fun. And it's it's figuring out what makes you come alive and then saying, OK, that's
0: the lane that I'm going to walk in. How did that feel like figuring that aha uh-huh moment out?
1: Yeah <clears throat> it was not not so much all at once, but you know coming to that realization that that um, I still you know I love being outside and a um, but I love the yeah the power sports more than um, just you know the the all the aspects of just hunting or just fishing um, yeah, I guess it's the need for speed. <laughs>
0: That's good. I want Well, we'll see how that plays out in your actual core values (laughs) later. (laughs) So one of the things that I have really appreciated about doing core values assessments, I mean, it's it's another assessment just like kind of in the same lane that helps you with self-awareness, like taking the Enneagram test or a DISC or figuring out your love language. I mean, all of these things help us gain self-awareness and understanding of who we are, who God made us to be, um, and then to take, but the core values, the, it, like it helps you take it to the next level of like, are you living that out? And if you're not, you're, it's going to feel like there's some tension there. Um, and so I know for us, when we live within our core values, like you said, there's just, the fruit is just peace. Um, and when, when we're not, I'm like, my anxiety is rising, my frustration, you know, I'm way more easily frustrated with the kids or situations or whatever um and I would say too it's been cool to watch the kids core values come out and then you can kind of see when they're not living in alignment with theirs because they get off kilter I don't know that they like would necessarily be able to voice that though
2: yeah I don't know if they like they have it all down on paper exactly where they are but they're trying to get it figured out I think right now
3: but I think that that is the opportunity that we have as parents is to help them realize that and to say, like, I noticed this about you and you've said this on paper on this assessment. Mm -hmm. Like, how do those line up and, and how can we take more steps towards providing opportunities for you to live this way? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So what we want to do for you guys today is actually walk you through this um, family core values exercise that I created a couple of years ago. Um, And so we're just going to walk through it step by step. You guys can um, download this from the show notes, and then you can go through it with your family. Um, So the first page, and you can print off, there's only one copy of each of these things, but you can print off multiples for every adult and kid, depending on the ages of your kids will be which decide which one you want to use. But um, will, you, will you show that blank one for me? Yeah, so um, that is just, just as personal core values, and it just has a huge list of words. And so what you're gonna do first is take that list of words and like put a dot next to anything that even slightly resonates with you. Um, and then once you go through the list that first time, then you'll go through it again and you'll keep whittling it down and narrowing it down until you get to your top, like five. Um, but then really you want to drill it down to what your top two are. So, um, you guys want to share what that looked like for you guys when you did it with your families or just with you personally. Yeah, so
3: we just recently re, uh, worked this just to say like, is this truly what, how we've been operating? Um, and. We just sat down individually and and went through it in the process that you said or started with a bigger group and whittled it down whittled it down um but i will say it takes being in the right mindset to do this because if you're just tired a lot of these words can sound like yeah that's me yeah that's me yeah that's me that i value that but the whittling down process takes some mental energy to, to really say, uh, yeah, this actually matters the most to me.
0: Yeah. And I think the other really important thing to n- note here is that you want to take it, this particular one, with your family in mind. I mean, you could do it again with like your job in mind or whatever, because our core values do differ just a little bit um, from one place to another if you're thinking of yourself in a different role. Yeah. yeah. How was it for you when you took it recently? Yeah, I was just
1: thinking that it takes me a lot longer to change mindsets mindset. So I took this after work, and it was very difficult to keep family in mind. Um, yeah, not even sure I did it justice. But I don't know. I was sitting here thinking, I'm not sure how long it would take me to decompress from work. And, you know, it might be like from Friday, all the way to Saturday and try and do this again on a Saturday and see if it's any different.
3: I know that we've had the conversation of the very first time you guys took it and how frustrating it was. I would love to hear that uh, because I think that a lot of families would see themselves in that space
0: yeah absolutely so um i'll let you tell it from your perspective but i I mean i walked into it like okay guys family meeting when we get done with this I i knew i needed to bribe them with something really happy at the end and so i was like we're gonna have ice cream as soon as we're done um yeah and then i was like all right everybody spread out and let's do this and then what happened
2: I don't really remember what happened because <laughs> it wasn't meaningful. <laughs> it was just—I uh, don't know. Like I just kind of checked off some things from what I remember, and like that. I feel like we just battled like who was more important after that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and the kids were like, "Mom, why are you making us do this? We just want ice cream." It was—it was a little bit rough, and I ended up super upset. So, <laughs> so I would love to hear then, um, you know, because that's
3: a common scenario of one one spouse valuing the process more so than the other and like how has it changed over time so that it's something that you value as much now and and walking through I don't know that shift
2: yeah. I'm not exactly sure but I think that if you can get in the right mindset to just like clear your mind and actually do it versus feel like you're being bribed or persuaded or whatever I don't know how to get into that mindset necessarily it's kind of been a like we've worked on that for a little bit. I don't know how I need help on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I know um I think you and I just ended up doing it, just the two of us. And that was a little bit easier because it wasn't the pressure of like the kids and all of that. And I remember um it came out that um that your top one was adventure. And it was like a light bulb came on in my head. Like oh my goodness, for the first, like, well, so before that, even my top one ended up being order and order and adventure. Like I was like, oh, that explains everything. (laughs) Like that explains all the conflict and whatever, you know, that we had faced in the early part of our marriage. And I just thought like, oh my goodness, like, here I've been for years, like, no, you can't go hunt. No, you can't be outside. I need you home. I don't like it when you just make plans last minute on me or whatever. And, and I was being super controlling because I felt so disordered. And but what I, what I didn't realize I was doing was like suffocating his core value of adventure. <laughs> and so it just, but it was a, a really cool light bulb moment, I think for both of us. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I mean, I definitely, with having a core value, of just adventure, I'd love to just literally have no plan and just go out and end up who knows where. And that just does not work with her. And even nowadays, like, I'm like, okay, this weekend, I'm going to go do something. And she's like, what are you going to go do? I don't know yet. I'm probably just going to load up and just go. And where are you going to go? I don't know yet. (laughs) And I'm like,
0: I need the itinerary, please written out.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's really funny. So it sounds like through the process of figuring it out and being connected, right? Like that's really, really important that we've been talking a lot about just over the course of um, other opportunities is, the, is this the importance of connection and having the conversation back and forth of what matters to each of you and it's a give and a, t- a take.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that was our episode right before this, episode one with Ben and Brittany Serpel. We talked about connection, so you should totally go back and listen to that if you haven't. Um, but yeah, I think we do have to start from that place of we have to be connected. Um, otherwise, it's, you know, who's more important than right. the other I mean, one. Because
2: nowadays, I, like, as long as we are connected, we can uh, have the conversation of me needing to go out for an adventure. And so now I try to get, at least get it on the book so that there, she has an idea of when I'm going to go and so
3: there's an order yeah. to when you adventure exactly and bit. i like, like that's <laughs> how you get and, get and i wonder
2: if i should be like this is my plan but i know that i'm gonna change it later <laughs> on down the road so yeah. i like i'm still trying to figure that one out but yeah yeah
0: um so when you're when you're going through this you can even think about things that like mattered to you even as a kid so I had there's a story that my mom tells about me that she'd send me and my sister to our bedroom to clean it it would be a filthy mess. And she'd come back in an hour, and I would have... The room would still be a disaster, but um, I would have color-coordinated all of my crayons. And my sister would have, like, discovered all of these, like, treasures that she hadn't seen in, you know, three months or whatever. And so when I saw order, like, not only did that speak to who I was now, but it, it hit a chord in who I who I had always been, that, that having things in order really matters to me. Um, so what when you take this though, what, what about the spouse who takes it? you know, like if you had been like, well, adventure is my core value. So I'm just going to go do whatever I want, whenever I want. How well, would that
2: work? I think <laughs> that we lived like that for a little while and it was, it was really messy. Um, but we didn't, I don't think we understood that like the values and now actually having the respect for what your value is and like, and know that, you know, now that I need this and I know now that you need this and really working together as a team and being connected to move forward in that. Um, it's just been, I mean, everything's worked out a lot better, easier.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So what did you guys end up with as your highest values and how do you see that play out just in your relationship with each other?
1: Well, I mean, individually, yeah, mine are, um, adventure, fun, leisure, reliability, and reputation. Um, And Rennell's are um, efficiency, stewardship, leadership, teamwork, and a write-in, it looks like, (laughs) wholeheartedness. Um, We have not had a lot of time to to discuss how these work together, Um, specifically. We've talked about our core values before and how How very similar to your guys' story, how um, it just takes a little bit more communication on, you know, basically, you know, my my tank's a little empty. This is what I'm needing right now.
3: Yeah. And a story that we love to to share is um, climbing the 14er that we our last one that we did together. I think (laughs) it's so telling. I love it. So we I love hiking. Tyler tolerates hiking and goes out with me sometimes. Um, but we had done a 14 or a number of years like ago, hiking with a purpose, <laughs> getting There's to the a top of a mountain deer the or purpose. an elk
1: at the end. <laughs> I can do
3: it. There's a dirt bike at the end, right? <laughs> that you can ride down. Anyways. So this particular one, um, we were having a great time. It was difficult, but we got to about 13,000 feet and we, we got to a saddle and it wasn't the summit, but he looks at me and he says, I'm not having fun anymore. I will wait here for you so the honoring of the core value is i hear that word fun and i know that is so important to him like okay if i push him to accomplish the goal that's important to me neither of us will be having fun anymore and it will ruin the entire day and so he was completely satisfied to sit at that elevation wait for me to accomplish the goal that was important to me mm-hmm. come back down and we walked out very happily together but just hearing I think what what these core values do in communication is it gives you some key words yeah. to like, oh, we're talking that this is like a deep issue here. This is something that's deeply rooted and important to you. I'm hearing you. It's not just a,
0: a, a surface issue. Absolutely. And you know, the other thing that it's really helped me do in having those key words is it gives me a place to know how to join you. like. So it speaks volumes of love when we go adventure with you. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is it the same joy when I help you organize the desk? (laughs) Yes.
3: So much so. (laughs) As long as your (laughs) order is what it looks like for her, right? Maybe.
0: I don't know. I've gotten more flexible about that. Teamwork is my second highest core value. So anytime that we're all working together to achieve order, I am a very happy person.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, and one of my, I, I, my highest one, no matter if it's work or family, is efficiency, getting things done in an efficient manner. And I think we've learned a lot about that, where um, I wake up with an agenda for the day. Because this is, in my mind, the most efficient way that we can accomplish something. And knowing, OK, where's the fun in that? We, Tyler will often say, what, how do you see tomorrow going? so that he knows how to work some fun into it, right? Not just, uh, I get we get up and I've got marching orders for the day <laughs> and we're efficiently done by the end of the day and all I've done is met my core value and we missed out on the fun of the day.
0: Yeah, I love that you guys just really are intentional about making sure that you communicate what to where both of you have that met in there sometimes we're intentional
3: (laughs) we have the language to be intentional and it's a learning curve I think that's that's what I want people to hear is this is a tool and you can get better and better and better
0: no one's going to arrive perfectly no no and you're probably not going to just like start out and have it all figured out or together well yeah
1: a hammer is a tool but you don't want to hit your spouse over the head with this
0: (laughs) good job i love that yeah no so going back to our story of how i first introduced it to them like it was a probably felt a little bit like a hammer (laughs) to everybody but once you once you do it on your own um grown-ups then there is a kids page too so that's right here and i would say that this is probably good for like up to 10 years old maybe a little bit older than that like up close to middle school um but it just has it has core values but they um they actually just mark they color in the number of circles based on how important that is to them but it's more things like having fun to keep trying and not give up it's like the explanation of what the word would be and it's way more simple um so we did this with our girls yesterday as well um and our girls are older than
3: that, up to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very easy for them to do, but I feel like there's a little bit of depth that we can add to it. Okay. Um. So I, I would say even for older students, it's a it's a good starting point. Okay. Um. Some of the words, because I don't feel like there's a middle section, mm-hmm. a middle place for teens.
0: Well, maybe I need to make um, that.
3: Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Because I know that they could do this one, but it w- the adult one, but it would take some thought. Um, of like, what does this word actually mean? Where the, the one for kids, for students that you have here, um, it's really easy for them to answer.
0: Yeah, okay, well that's great to know. I love, I, you know, our kids were not even teenagers yet whenever they first did it. So that's good to know that it worked for them too. Um, so once, here's, so here's the reason why this matters to do with your kids. So when we first did this and we just did ours, it was really easy for us to be like, great, we've got this. Our family is all about adventure and order and teamwork and connection, you know, or whatever. And then as our kids have gotten older, we've been like, oh wait, they they're people too, <laughs> and they they need to have a say in this. So. Um,
3: well, they're people too. That God created them uniquely for a specific purpose, and so it's not just. Um fitting our kids into our molds. It's allowing our kids to teach us, as well as um, helping them blossom into their purpose.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and giving them a place of trust and safety to feel like, hey, my needs do matter in this family too. And I'm not just, especially as they get more into those like teenage years, um, when they, they're wanting to be independent more, and they're wanting to figure out who did God make me? Um, And it's cool to go through it this way because you get to help speak life into them when I think teens can tend to start looking, you know, everywhere else for who am I. Um, And I
3: know um, when we had the conversation leading up to this, you guys were talking about wanting to form a place that your kids can see their values in because they want to be, so they want to continue to be a part of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You want to speak a little bit to that?
2: Well, we, I mean, we, we take uh, the kids, like, we want our all of us to be connected well. And so, I mean, having good conversations with them and staying connected and then knowing, like, how to, sp- like, sometimes they have, like, it's hard for them to have a voice sometimes in the family. It's, they're they're not driving, they're not, they don't have a ton of freedom. And so I really think that it's a really big part of our jobs to, like still take these kids core values and implement like make sure that we implement them into the family um because it's just really easy for them to just like they're the silent majority for the most part or uh, make it be more like that so
3: absolutely yeah because once they get to the age where they do have the vehicle yep. they do have a little bit more freedom you want to have created an environment they feel like they are excited to be a part, so they they stick around it's not okay now i can escape and go
0: pursue my values somewhere else.
3: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: totally. So that's what step three is, um, is to decide as a family what your core values are. So you'll list out yours, your spouses, your kids, and then you're going to come up with about six um, that will be your family core values and that, and everybody should have their top one in there for sure. And then you can kind of talk through some of the others if there are some overlapping ones. Um, and, kind of, and, and that is, it's not that this is the hard, fast, like this is always the definition of our family. But you'll see as we keep going why it matters to have kind of some boundaries and clear lines set up um, for what it means to be a good Or a Mitchell.
2: So, what would that look like? I mean, we all kind of go through seasons in life, and you know, the winter season, the adventure. I mean, I guess you know, if you're really into skiing and all of that as a family, then that's great. But um, do you guys see like the seasons, like that? Some things are kind of more like you adjust them differently, or is that?
1: You know, that's actually that's a good question because this last year it felt like we needed to to do some adjusting where all of a sudden i felt like man we are wa- wasting a lot of time on the weekends and this is you know speaks to some of my um uh, core values but, but inside um the girls you know reading books in another room or you know watching tv or doing yard work but not not being outside in the summer and then like like it seemed like we were doing winter things in the summer where, you know, you're holed up and yeah, it's cold outside and all that, man, it was, we had a beautiful summer and we should have been outside doing things and, um, you know, just out and about when, when you don't have that ability in the winter. Um, So I know that's literal seasons, but the, you know, the, the season we're in with the girls being 13 and 15, it's not We shouldn't be in separate rooms you know you should be spending as much time as you can together because kind of like what you hinted at earlier uh, eventually you're gonna you know they're gonna be at college and have their own lives so right now is that time to to strike or the time to be together
3: I think outside this process one of the things that we've tried to do well is be intentional and I know we're about to touch on that but be intentional about looking ahead what's coming so this is we're going into school again. Um, what do we say yes to that, or what do we say no to that informs our yes? Um, and so, following the actual seasons, but following school seasons, some summer seasons, it's it's really really important to be proactive about that evaluation instead of letting the seasons take you over. And I, we experienced that a little bit this year um, with our daughter starting high school and we tried to be uh, well high school's coming it's going to look different let's let's say no to a bunch of things and man it it felt like we got hit because the reality of there was a lot of stuff that we just weren't knowing um to expect that that took over the schedule and suddenly we're going man (laughs) we're missing some opportunities how do we in the middle of this now happening uh, it felt like we were scrambling and that is not the intention that we like to live in we like to be a lot more proactive than that but it was just something new
2: so would you say like to go through this and get through you know time six months nine months a year and then redo or just bring this sheet back to the table and like like, so
3: I I know for uh, for us with being um, newer to this actual process so our core values we've got pretty nailed down outside of the process but the parts of the girls is and them being really clear on what that is, I think it's gonna take some refining over time. And so reevaluating those parts of it is really important, I think. So
2: like, I guess to even add on to that, like if you're in uh, like a big season of growth, I mean like whether professionally, spiritually, whatever it is, like if you've had this big climb, like should you just try to go back to your sheet of what your core value is and make sure that you didn't veer off like during that growth? Or reassess the whole thing all over again,
0: I think it depends on if you feel at peace, like I'm in alignment, then then stick with it and see what you've got if if you're like,, mm, I've had all this growth, but there's something that feels off, then I, I would definitely say to readdress and, it
3: and to that point of our daughter starting high school, it just fell off, so there was a lot of opportunities to reevaluate, even not waiting, like something in the middle of the semester, it feels off. And we have got to get on top of this because I can't see another two or three months. Right, I was just thinking like in the
2: uh, love languages, you know, like the seasons change, like sometimes, I mean, just things change and so you want to redo that you know fairly often so like in this would that be similar so
0: yeah i mean i think you could definitely go back and look at it i i for sure the the last two pages which we can go ahead and go to so once you decide what your family core values are you're actually going to name your season um and and that means like just what are some things that describe your current season so for us like we are in the startup process of a business, or just a little bit past that, but we're, we're definitely in kind of the trenches of small business startup, so that's a real thing, and it affects what we say yes to and what we say no to and where we put our finances and all of that. Um, having a high schooler is a part of that. Um, you know having you know having a middle schooler who wants to go to youth night or whatever like all of those things on
2: the next steps of kids leaving the house yeah i mean like that's a whole it's like a whole new life again you know i'm trying to readdress that
0: yeah so so that's why i had you guys choose six family core values because in each season as things shift and change some of those will be easier to rise to the top like you said like naturally in the summer it is easier to be outside and adventuring so it's like that but there it happens in the not super like natural realm too right i don't think that people need
3: to go into this thinking all six have to be balanced it's over the course of a year we we need to make sure that we're or a month or whatever the time frame is that you're looking at we need to make sure we're hitting all these core values because we have defined that they are important to us um but it might not be like equal give and take of all of them
0: well yeah i mean i think about the month of september like and it is archery hunting season and justin is archery hunting almost every single weekend and i'm home canning because it is also harvest season um and that's a huge value for mine even though most of the summer we're out together in september it doesn't look like that Um, And that's okay because we decided that it was okay ahead of time. Um, So I don't feel left at home to do all the work and you don't feel like you're being kept from what you wanna pursue in that. All right, so then, so the reason why we do all of this is because what we wanna do is set boundaries, healthy boundaries to protect our values. So boundaries are all about protecting something that matters to you. Um, And so when you think about your current season and then you look at your values, the first thing that you're going to do is think of things that get in the way of those values. So for instance, um, we had, we started to have more evening activities like small group and then youth night and then a class and then this or whatever. And suddenly our core value of connection, sitting around the dinner table together, um, you could, it, you could tell like it, either we were rushed or whatever it just didn't feel right anymore um and so we we realized like oh all of these activities are getting in the way of that core value of connection for us what would be an example of that for you guys
1: probably the exact same thing (coughs) um getting home from work showering and coming to record a podcast um (laughs) i'm just teasing um but very very similar um that you know, most of the week, uh, I am doing that. I'm getting home, turning around, going right back out. Uh, if I'm not, um, y- saving a trip home and staying in town. Mm-hmm. And you guys know what that is like. Yeah. Um, so we've we've blocked out time on the calendar. You know, uh, usually it's Thursday night? Mm-hmm. Thursday night is family night. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot during the weekend as well. But, you know, there is that time where it's, that's it. You
3: right. Know, and then having the, the conversation around, like, if there's a Thursday night that has to be scheduled for something mm-hmm. else, it's not, it takes a lot for that to get moved. And we've had a conversation around why, the, like what matters more than family night in this instance, but it can't happen over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, we actually just instituted family night. I don't yeah, know, a month isn't or two it ago. It's Tuesday night, right? It's now. Tuesday nights, <laughs> yeah. Her, yep, yeah. the podcast totally took. <laughs> so both of us are breaking our <laughs> boundaries <laughs> to be here today. We're doing a great job of setting a good example. <laughs> no, we will have uh, family night probably Thursday night or Friday night of this week. Um, but so yeah so then then the next part then is is so what are you going to do to protect that like you said like you you put family night on the calendar and what i love about that and what i've loved from our experience of it is that because we're saying yes to this it makes a more clear yes to the other things the other nights of the week because you know that that one night is protected and obviously that's going to be different if you've got a four-year-old and a two-year-old and an infant like you're you know but as you guys are entering this season of middle schoolers and high schoolers and more activities and all of that like to protect one night plus probably like you said the weekends it it does make a big difference yeah and
1: I was what I was gonna say is that one night is not enough you know that's just that's the bare minimum that's what you you protect you know with your backup against it um yeah, you
2: try to sneak in as many mo- like times, yeah, or whatever yeah, you know, absolutely, you can, and yeah. Like that's if, but just one night. Like we're yeah, we're, we're that's dedicated the one to this <laughs> point.
1: fight tooth and nail yeah. against, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. And then so once you once you figure out how you're going to protect that value, oh, I kind of want to. Um, I was just thinking of one other quick example to give them that's not just family connection time, which is so important, um, but. Something more like adventure or efficiency, something that isn't necessarily family-related. Well, I know for
3: me, um, part of the efficiency um, value that I have, it comes out after dinner. Um, So we've made it a family rule and that probably doesn't have to do with values but it's whoever cooks dinner doesn't have to do dishes but dishes get done right away and then we can go off and have fun together but if that's not done in an efficient manner it starts to feel like like this is dragging on longer than it has to and so that's that's how um, we've ordered our evening kind of without intention but then you know, my efficiency value is matched, or is met, and your fun value after that is met. And you do bring fun to dishes with the girls. and well, I Well, yeah, go you, off ha-
1: you have to, but, um, <laughs> yeah, if the dishes don't get done, it's not a big deal.
3: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> but I do love that you support that. Even though it's not a value to you, you're like, okay, girls, let's get this done. And, and that's a way that you honor a
0: value of mine. Way to go tyler <laughs> that's awesome um so I, was there anything else on this yeah so didn't, you're just going to decide what you're going to do to move toward those values so block out a night decide that one week in a month you're going to make sure that you're out in the woods hiking camping or whatever um you know Everybody knows that we're going to make sure that the dishes are fun, even for dad, you know, and so we're going to keep each other's values in mind and we're going to intentionally pursue them. And I want to say one thing with that, Sarah, that um, as
3: as we talked about earlier, it has to be done together. That those deciding your boundaries have to be done together. Otherwise, it, it feels like I'm just having, I'm just taking and looking out for mine. So, yes, you decide as a family
0: what your boundaries are and so just a couple of tips and tricks from my big failure in doing this um you can spread it out you don't have to do the whole exercise packet in one sitting definitely bribe everybody and by that i mean just let there be some fun to it let there be either a game at the end of it or ice cream or just something that everybody will enjoy
2: well on the same note you get this list of words and there's like uh, it looks like a lot There's a lot of words there and so maybe even just like hey glance over this there's a lot of words here anything stand out to you and like and then like a little bit later hey let's actually pick out a couple of those or something but there's a lot of words there i'm just saying (laughs) there's a
0: lot of words there
2: you're starting to read it and they all start blending together they all sound
3: important too Uh and and i want to say you're not a bad person for choosing some over others Like, I read through these and I was like, oh, but I have to cross that out because it's not as important as this other one, but does that make me a bad person because I'm not valuing friendships anymore? No, I still value friendships. It's just not as much I do have
2: a question, that, like, you know, you've got faith and like, so it's like on my, like a core value of mine is not faith. Like, it's like, I mean, it's a big part of our family. It's a big part of our Mm -hmm. life, but like a core of me, like faith is not, I mean, I'm gonna pick adventure and so many, or four other things. Right.
0: And you're not a that. bad Christian because of that. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. right. That's what I guess I'm asking you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's, uh, yeah. Because it's not, it doesn't come out in my core values either, even though so much is of our family is centered around it. Right. Yep. Um, because actually, I think it's more that God uses those core values of mine, of order and teamwork and all of that, in my, like, as a part of my, faith i think that this exercise in and of itself is a faith and discipleship tool um more than just like a self-help kind of thing yeah Yeah. awesome any other anything else you guys want to add
1: no i think we covered a lot of it
3: yeah Mm -hmm. i would just encourage people it's a tool for intentionality Mm -hmm. And it's a lot like like I said at the beginning, it's so important to um, align your life in the direction that you want to go using this as a tool instead of just let life happen to you.
0: Yeah. So if you would say right now, listening to this or watching it, that you are you're like, man, my life just does not feel it feels chaotic. It feels like I'm at everybody's like whim. Um, I don't have any control. Uh, this might be a good, easy, really like pretty entry-level starting place for you to to kind of go like, oh, that's why because I really care about this and that that need really because I think some of these do boil down to needs isn't being met. So um, I hope that you guys find this encouraging and helpful. Um, You guys are welcome to send in questions. If you have them, we'd love to answer. Um, And yeah, we just we just bless you guys on the rest of your day. Um, and I'll just pray for us really quick so God thank you so much for all these listeners and watchers and just pray that you would um, that you would bless them that you would give them your keen insight into what they are and in into what they've heard into what they're learning I pray that you would give them the opportunity to share this with their families without being overbearing and controlling and using a hammer um, but I pray that you just give them grace and that, um, that these tools would be things that they could use to um, just encourage discipleship and growth um, and community and connection in their families. We just bless them. And, yeah, and we just say thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen.